All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
and trust. When we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boobs. (laughs) My little boo-boo babies, the nickname to the nickname. Hey, boobs. Hey, boobs. Welcome. How's it going? It's going well. How about you? How's your weekend? My weekend has been chill. We're recording this portion a little earlier. I love it. But so far, my weekend has been good. Nice. Good. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, it stays that way. I think it will. There's not much. There's not much on the horizon. Nothing to do tomorrow. I'm praying. I'm really praying. You know, tomorrow's the Super Bowl. I know. And usually we have something lined up for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I not this year. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be at. I'm gonna be at my mom's. Feel free to come if you want. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm hoping that the parties are kept to a minimum because then we're they are predicting that another spike in COVID is gonna happen because because of of Super Super Bowl parties. So, and then everything will shut down again. And then the hospital is going to be a fucking mess again. So I'm just hoping that people keep it low key and we can just ride this little shit out and plateau and these motherfuckers get the vaccine and that's it. Mm. That's it. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, anyways, what we need to spike over here, <laughs> what we need to rise up like uh-huh. cases yes. are these ratings and reviews. We want to see a spike. We want to see. We want to see a spike. When we see a spike in the ratings and the reviews, we see a spike in the growth of our show. Mm-hmm. So if you can take two seconds to pause it, go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave kind words, or at the bare minimum, a rating. Yes. I know some of you Spotify mommy said that you don't know you can't leave a review. Thank you for trying. And you know what you can do if you are only listening on Spotify or another platform that isn't Apple Music. Put it in your story. Share it. That's that's your form of rating and review. It is. Share it. We really appreciate it when you all um, tag us and just let people know that you're listening to us. Word of mouth is gold. It's nothing like a word of mouth. So just do your part this week. Think, how can I help my sisters in need? Yes. How can I how can I reach out and touch another woman? And you can do it by the ways we've just listed. Yes. Another way you can reach out and touch two women, two black women who are trying to to break every chain. Wait, are you about to start talking about Patreon? No, <laughs> I'm not. Because what I'm going to do is read our review of the week. Please. So one second. Girl, I be having so many windows open on this phone. Okay. Yes. I have found it. It comes from D please. A vibe. I just started listening this week and I have loved tuning in so far. I'm excited to go back and listen to other episodes. I feel like I'm there with you two. Y'all vibe so well and I always learn something new. Not to mention the random singing. Love the authenticity. Listen, that singing piece has been a... It's been one of our most prized. It's been integrated (laughs) in this show since the inception. Day one. And it's really organic and natural. We don't even think about the songs we're going to sing. They just come to Mm -hmm. us. They do. So... (laughs) Sometimes they're created. Yeah, they are like that. Yeah. So let them know about Patreon. What are we doing over so there? So Patreon, that is a way that you can really help. You know, we talk time and time about supporting black businesses. Mm-hmm. 
keep this in mind. Keep this podcast <laughs> in mind when you consider supporting a, a black, black business. business. Yes. And you can do that by spending your coins over on patreon.com backslash the black girl bravado, which is down in the show notes. And in exchange for your money, we give you bonus content that we work our asses off to create. There's no longer an ass after we've worked. <laughs> uh, my ass is flat. Little booties are mattering because I've been working it off to provide bonus content. So we have additional episodes, mm -hmm. audio affirmations, playlists, journal prompts, videos. Yeah. What do we have this week on Patreon? This week on Patreon, we have our second playlist of the year rolling on out we told you there's some bangers ass is going to be thrown mm -hmm. that will be uploaded tomorrow so it'll be a good way to kick off your week mm -hmm. um and love get it kick it off we love to kick off the week so yeah you'll be able to listen to it while you clean up and prepare for monday and you get sneak peek to drops because we dropped the collab and the mommies we on did. patreon knew about it before the mommies on the show and on we did. Let them know about our so, collaboration. We have a collaboration with Heritage Apothecary, a mm -hmm. brand that we adore, That's tried all. and true. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and we're always talking about what are they going? What are these niggas going to do for me? What this thing going to do for me? I, he better do something for me. But you can do something for yourself. Yeah. Self love is the best love, which we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And with these offerings, we have our Venus, the Venus ritual, ritual kit. kit. Mm -hmm. We have the love. The Love Flow Sacred Smoke Wand. And then we have our Eucalyptus Shower Bundle. Yes. And the Venus Ritual Kit comes in a shower kit and also in a bath kit. It's really meant to transform your uh, ba bathroom and your shower experience mm -hmm. and really take your make relaxing it, time yeah, to a new level. Make it ritualistic. Ritualistic. We're adding luxury. There's some really, really amazing items in the um in each kit and we just want you to enjoy it so the link will be down in the show notes yes it will we not to a, mention it's beautiful it's beautiful and you deserve beautiful things in your life you do uh, we have a really special code so you can save some coins yes. um you can use the black girl bruh and that's also in the show notes it'll be in the show notes for 15 percent off yes so what else do we have here we usually have new week new tea but uh it's been a slow news week again, and we don't like coming on here just talking just to talk. So we're going to push that to the side. Hopefully next week there's some tea. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's none this week. And we're just going to move on. Yes. So. This week on the pod, we have um, actually last week on last the pod. On Let the me pod. tell you what happened last week on the pod, girl. So episode 177 uh, was Relationship Goals Part 3. We were exploring the connection between attachment styles and sex. So majority of us know that through intimacy and close moments, we form connections and ultimately we feel attached to people. So in last week's episode, we discussed the ways that attachment style impacts sexual experiences and our emotions. Additionally, we offered a few recommendations to help improve the communication between our sexual partners while at the same time better managing our own emotions and expectations so this was a very beneficial episode for me i learned a lot if you haven't already tap in listen to the episode and let us know what you think so part four of our series our relationship goal series we have a expert with us mm -hmm. homegirl expert speaking about human design and how that relates to relationships so AC dropped so much information about how you can find a mate, 
perfect aura pairing yeah. or a mate that can love you according to your aura, aura pair. Yeah. yeah what each aura your needs aura type. to feel loved yes which is a cheat code so we hope you all enjoy this episode sit tight and here we go hey y'all so we've been chatting about relationships this series and we've also talked about human design before mm-hmm So when Germany and I first started exploring human design, there was so much information. It was kind of overwhelming. And we've been wanting to speak with the human design expert. And we thought that this was the perfect month to talk with the human design expert and merge how that can help us with our relationships, navigating the relationship space. So today we have AC Brown, who Mm -hmm. is a psychic channel, a spiritual guide, a teacher, entrepreneur, and your favorite human design bay. AC, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. We follow you on Instagram, and the things that you share are just chef's Chef's kiss. kiss. (laughs) They're good. (laughs) They're good. So, AC, let our girls know um, who you are. We gave a general background, but we want to know the scoop. Who are you? How'd you get here? What it is that you do? Okay, great. Well, I'm AC Brown. I'm a psychic channel and a spiritual confidant. Um, I help high performing leaders, public figures, and creative entrepreneurs find and navigate their spiritual compass through psychic channeling and spiritual self development. And pretty much what that means is that I help people create powerful transformation that shifts their perspective in life, love, and business. And I do that through human design, astrology, my channeling, mediumship, numerology, and metaphysics. She does it all. (laughs) Go ahead, AC. Oh, no, I was going to say, and I got here (laughs) through, um, I've been psychic since I was a kid, and my grandmother knew that about me, and so she helped me develop my gifts. in a very interesting way, um, just with us having conversations and through her helping me with things. And throughout my journey of self-discovery, I stumbled upon many things. Um, I have my master's in marketing. I spent a lot of time in corporate America, but it was always something that I did in the background um, with readings, helping people. I have my life coaching certification. Uh, So it's just been a lot of years of trial and error um to get here but here I am ready to help yay were you a little um what was your experience when you first learned that you were a psychic or like had the capability and the abilities to channel guys or energy what was that like the Matilda well (laughs) for me it was very um I can't, I don't want to say it was weird. It was definitely weird. I mm. thought it was, you know, that word weird, but it was more like, hmm, that's interesting. Why, why do I know that about this person? Mm. Or why am I seeing that? Or why, I think when I was younger, it was more of, I would feel stuff or see stuff about the person. And I would just like, hmm, it would just be more like me taking mental notes, mm-hmm. like interesting. Um, and I just let that, let it be as far as me channeling um that came i would say more in my late teens early 20s 
And as I started channeling and writing and doing things, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's what's speaking to me or that's what I'm hearing or seeing. Um, I'm my top two Claire's I'm mostly clairvoyant and clairaudient. Um, so it's a very interesting, people always say, well, how does it work for you? Cause you're, everybody is psychic. Everybody mm-hmm. has the gift or the ability in one of the, you know, one of the Claire's it just is a matter of how we're using them or if they're shut off from us and kind of awakening them back up. And so, um, for me, how it happens for me is sometimes I just pick up other people's energies to where I start, like a, a movie starts playing in my mind mm. about them, mm. um, or about situations that are happening, or I start hearing stuff about them, or it's like a record. So yeah. that's how it works for me. And so me running away from it for, for a very long time um, happens, and then I just said, this is who I am. I'm not going to worry about it. And this is the work that I'm supposed to do. Period. And then you start reading these, these people down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing I start is to read people at work. Mm. So on my lunch breaks or people would come up to me at my desk. I remember working in call centers. They're like, Hey, you seem like I need, I want to ask you a question. Cause I never would fully say it like, Oh, I'm psychic. And uh, I would, you know, just be that person for people. And I remember one time, it was funny, I was, at the time I had a photography business and I was doing photography work and we were, you know, I had told them that I was psychic, but I don't think anybody kind of believed me. And I remember we were talking about relationships and one of the girls had asked about their relationship and I was just reading her without reading her mm-hmm. and the room was silent and I was just like gosh I wonder why it's so silent and then years later because I'm still very cool with these group of women um they told me like AC everything you said was right and that's why we were silent because she was mad at you, <laughs> you see? and she was like everything that you said was exactly spot on and she you know so it was, it's those instances that kind of happen and so yeah, because we don't want nobody talking about our man. We'd be I like, know. hold on, girl. I know. We, we be and the funny that. thing is, is that there's a lot. It's funny because there's a lot of people, a lot of colleagues of mine or people who do have the abilities, who do do this professionally, who stop doing love readings mm. um, because of that. Love readings are very, very... on but then when it's confirmed it sometimes you don't want to hear that right mm. and so it's very difficult for people to receive that unless they come from or approaching it from a place of being ready yeah yeah ready to have the shackles taken off you do That's have what to it be ready. correct mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to correct. be ready to hear something you don't want to hear mm-hmm. like you know what actually leave them <laughs> leave them so with your abilities are you able to to use those for yourself because I feel like that would be a tool I would love to be a psych- <laughs> to be a psychic and be able to like be like okay so in the future this is for sure gonna happen or leave this alone can you channel those for yourself as well? Yes and no, okay. um, and that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yes right. and no, that's a good thing. I think that it's a gift that how God Spirit kind of. Because you can't know everything. Mm -hmm. Right. You can't know everything, especially, but 
there are instances where I'll like, especially when I was younger and I looked back, I knew mm-hmm. what was going on, but I kept going or mm-hmm. I kept, I stayed in a relationship or I ignored stuff because I was just like, no, this can't be it. You know, my own night, naivety, my own naiveness or whatever, mm-hmm. um, me being naive was like, no, I want this to work. And it's like, you know, looking back, like you knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Um, you had that feeling, all of that stuff. But I think for relationships, I think it's kind of, as a psychic, it's kind of best to know, to not know, mm-hmm. um, especially romantically, because you want to, you know, we all are here on a journey. Um, our souls came here to do a, you know, to do a job you know, it's our responsibility to complete the mission. Mm-hmm. So when we think about that and think about all of the lessons that we want to learn here or that we came here to learn, relationships are a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So I rather not have that control. Sometimes it's more like, oh, when instead yeah. of who. Mm. Um, and you just have to kind of surrender to that. So, but when it comes to business, and other things, sometimes I do get downloads or hits for me to actually do something, and then I do it and it works out. But we all get that, though. Right. It's just about how open we are and how ready we are to receive that. Because like I said, all of us, every one of us are born psychic or with some type of spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. It depends on how we develop it or how it gets, you know, it, how it lays dormant in us throughout our childhood. Babies, dogs are the most <laughs> psychic people. Um, sorry, that's my dog in the background. We got one here. Um, <laughs> she's probably hearing something. She heard. She um, said, is she talking about me? <laughs> right. They're the most psychic people. And so you, and and the reason for that, when you think about it, and you think about a baby, right? The A baby's only defense mechanism is their intuition. Mm. So you know how many babies... Uh, go to someone and they're crying that's because they're picking up energy or when dogs bark at people because they don't like them that's their defense mechanism they're picking up energy Mm -hmm. so we all have that ability but what happens is that we get conditioned as we grow up to kind of ignore those things and that's why i be careful holding people's babies because you ain't just gonna embarrass me get to Get to crying because your energy is not aligned with mine. I'd be like, get your child. You can go ahead and hold right. your own baby. So, exactly. so um, thank you for giving that little background about who you are and sharing that, that little tea. Um, but can you explain or give a, a brief overview about human design? Like, like Brittany said, we've chatted about it here on the show before, but we want it from the, from the expert's mouth. What is human design? So human design is a combination of astrology, metaphysics, metaphysics, the I Ching, chakra system, um, all of that. And I like to give a nice little analogy. If your natal chart, your astrology natal chart is a finished piece of Ikea furniture, mm. <laughs> because everybody's built something from Ikea at one point in their life or will build something <laughs> yeah. from Ikea, human design is the little instruction booklet on how to build it. Oh. So, yeah. The <laughs> okay. natal chart is the who, what, where, why, and human design is the how. Mm. So human design is pretty much a set of, I don't want to say rules, they're a set of guidelines that if you follow them, that it keeps you into, it helps you stay into alignment Mm -hmm. 
um, towards your truth and your destiny without you having to force stuff, without you having to put pressure on yourself to be something or do something that is not in alignment with who you are. That makes that was a perfect, perfect, perfect example, because when I first discovered human design, that's what I felt like. I felt like it was kind of like a missing piece because mm-hmm. I it's had like a ex- cheat code. Exactly. I had explored the birth chart and I'm like, OK, I know my moon I know my rising. Right. Um, sun sign. I know my sun. And <laughs> I was like, OK, I felt like I got some gems there. But then when I discovered human design and it was talking about the way I should respond to things mm-hmm. and. Your strategy. My strategy. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is like a guide damn mm-hmm. near. Like a manual, like you said, t- to guide me to how I should be navigating through life with the most ease. So I really felt like I had stumbled upon gold. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm a manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. And... When I first saw when I first saw the names, I was like, "Ooh, does that mean I can manifest stuff?" Because, <laughs> because I have manifesting in it. But after after researching, I realized that that wasn't what it meant at all. So, can you give our listeners like a brief overview of the different types of human design? Absolutely. So, there's five types, or or types or energy types. You'll hear that interchangeable. Um, so the generator family are manifesting generators and generators, or as you might hear them being called as pure generators. And what that is, is you all are here to master something. Generators, pure generators are here to master something over time. Manifesting generators are here to find shortcuts to mastery. So both of you all are to respond, then act. So responding to external things outside of yourself, then acting on them to um, stay in alignment. So for manifesting generators, I'll just give you an example. Many manifesting generators. So you have Rihanna, um, Jennifer Lopez, Bethany Frankel. Mm -hmm. They have lots of different kind of things underneath their umbrella. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have like Oprah or Celine Dion, who have mastered something, just kind of, not one thing, but have Oprah's the queen of media, or, you know, she's there who has mastered something in her career. So she responded, and she's acting in response to that. So you make up the majority of the population because they like to say that manifesting generators and generators are here to build the infrastructure, um, or, and I don't want to say this as a, Negative term, but are the worker bees because mm-hmm. you guys have sustainable energy. Makes sense. Okay. And then the queen bee sits on the, th- I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And so those are manifesting generators and generators. And you have projectors. Woo woo. That's, yeah. that's what I am. Okay. You're a projector too. Mm-hmm. And so projectors make up 22% of the population. Cardi B, Barack Obama, Serena Williams, Issa um, Rae, Diana, yes, Issa Rae, all projectors. And the strategy for projectors is to wait to be invited, wait for the invitation or wait for recognition. And then in, 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 in the meantime, waiting for that invitation or waiting to be invited, um, projectors are to pretty much follow their bliss or do what they love mm-hmm. in the meantime. Um, which is very challenging for projectors. Okay. And then you have 
manifestors who are 8% of the population. And manifestors are Iyala Van Zant, Amaya uh-huh. Angelou, J.K. Hmm. Rowling. These are the writers um, of the community. <laughs> These are the poets. These are the poets and the writers of the community. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, the reason why writing is so good for them is because they're here to have uninterrupted creative flow. Mm. And so that's why manifestors make really good writers because they're also here to start stuff. They're the only ones to inform us. So they're here to inform then act. They're here to tell us what the next steps are. And so with manifestors, that's why they become really great writers because that's the only form of creativity that can be uninterrupted for them. Mm. Not the only, but one of the main ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there, then you have, uh, you know, manifestors, then you have reflectors, which make up less than 2% of the population. And they are here to be a karmic mirror to society or to their community. So they are, they have to wait a, a whole moon cycle before making a decision because they need time to actually go through their entire moon phase to see what feels good to them. Wow. Because their job is to really um, reflect the community's health and wealth mm. and um, how the community and the wellness. So if a, if a reflector doesn't feel good, then usually the whole thing is not good. <laughs> so that's why reflectors are really important. I mean, there's not a lot of them. I, I know a few of them actually, um, but that, those, that's the gist of all of the aura types. Aussie Hair wants you to start off 2021 by embracing and understanding your unique hair type. To help do so, Aussie has just launched new moisture packed products to help meet the unique hair needs for all hair types and textures. Whether you have straight locks, soft waves, twirls and curls, or popping coils, Aussie now has tailored options for any hair care routine. So let me tell y'all something, girls. I did a wash and go for the first time in about a year. I was shook, but the stretching cream worked perfectly to help me combat shrinkage, which is not this naturalista's best friend. My favorite products are from the new Miracle Coils collection, four quality products with nourishing formulas that provide moisture and protect my hair and keep my locks moisturized throughout the day. I love these products for my 4B hair because they're conditioning and sulfate free. I especially love the silicone free conditioner. Aussie products are also PETA certified cruelty free, so they love all types of hair and animals. Learn more by following Aussie on Instagram at Aussie Hair USA. Plus, they're easy to find and affordable. Wherever you shop, you can find Aussie products starting at $2.99. My wow. God, you know, uh, were you going to say something? Go ahead. We could talk a little bit about projectors, baby. Yeah, because she actually is a projector. I was listening to one of your podcast episodes about projectors. And when you mentioned just now that our strategy is to wait for the invitation, I thought it was really uh, insightful and informative for, for a projector to know that it's not only the invitation, the external invitation, but also the internal invitation, what you feel like those little um, nudges of like, yeah, you should do this. You know, that's a good decision. I thought that was really good. So if you're a projector out there, 
listen to yourself. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> well, listen. I like to say for projectors, even um, my favorite quote for projectors is by Will Smith. He's a generator, but Jada Pinkett is a projector. Wow. Um, is if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Ooh. Um, th- that's probably one of the best quotes I can say for projectors because projectors out of all of the aura types, we struggle the most because our vitality or our it's it's so heavily dependent on other people seeing us yeah that we forget that we also need to see ourselves first Ooh, and then that's that's exam. Word. That that's was exam. it that was it see thyself it was the seeing yourself for me yeah yes okay i definitely identify with my manifesting generator traits because my hands stay in something. That's when I feel most like myself working, um, creating things, helping people create things, lending a helping hand. And um, I think it was just affirming to know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing in life. But I know that there's some area of opportunity, I guess. Um, Probably have to look at your centers. For the man. Yeah, there's, yeah. the charts are so complex. They're so complex. When yeah. I looked at that chart, and you can find your chart at mybodygraph.com. But when I looked at that chart, I was like, okay, now what am I supposed to do with my heart, my spleen? Yeah. It's open. You know, um, AC, I'm actually a unicorn projector, as you would say. I have a, a okay, defined so throat. Defined throat center. I have a defined throat, which I thought I didn't, but I actually do. Oh, you do? I have a defined throat, and I actually have a defined Anja. And Anja. what does that mean? Take it away, AC. <laughs> So having a defined throat center, the throat center is the center for manifestation and to speak or uh, speak things into, now I don't want to say speak things into existence, but to act or do or create something into form because the throat center is about speaking. It's about actually doing stuff. So when projectors or even generators have defined throat centers, I call them either projector unicorns or generator unicorns because that is very unique because the throat center you get heard more people listen to you more when you have a defined throat center so types like generators or projectors who are heavily reliant on external um communication for people to get the ball rolling for them um, when you have a defined throat, you don't necessarily need that all the time. Mm, See, got that. All of my centers are closed. I mean, are defined, with the exception of my my um spleen, spleen and my heart. Oh, those okay. two are open. So I don't okay. know if I'm a unicorn or <laughs> or a, a butterfly. Horse. <laughs> I don't know what that means for this manifesting generator. But when I saw everything closed, I was like, okay. Well, I, the biggest defined. thing for you is that with with that open spleen is that you stay in things that might not be good for you. And that's what I um, read. A little bit too longer. And then having also an undefined heart or ego center, you have to like focus and kind of worry about your self-worth as mm-hmm. well. See? All my shit is open and that's except a perfect, for two. That's a perfect segue into our relationship chat because I swear... Once, when we first started talking about human design, I believe I was still in my long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And when they told me that one of my traits was standing things longer than I needed to stay in them, I was pre—I was praising him. I said, Lord, <laughs> you know your daughter. She needs help getting out. <laughs> she needs help getting out of things. But I felt, I felt some sort of comfort knowing that, you know, this is the way I was made. Yeah. 
this is a way that I was made, but with the knowledge, I was able to break every chain. Do yeah, do some unlearning mm -hmm. and make some moves and get out. So that's interesting. I yeah. feel like um, with all my my shit being open except for two things, I'm like, wow, bitch, you're just free floating. <laughs> that's how I feel, honestly, truly. Like I didn't have nothing really cracking off. But I see, honestly, the more I listen to your pod, I, I learn a little bit more about projectors and I'm like, hmm. So you feel more confident? I feel confident. That's good. That's good. So when dating, because the girls are dating, how can we consider our human design types? Like, is that a thing? Are we asking men, what's your, what's your human design? You should be, but you know, <laughs> you should be. Yeah, see? <laughs> I always do, or I, you know, just try and get the birth info and look at it myself. <laughs> right. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing with dating, especially when it comes to human design, because astrology is definitely a lot more intricate, but they both matter. And I would like to say that, uh, and I, I forgot who said this, but I learned this from a dating um, expert, a dating coach, this guy, I forgot his name. Um, if I remember it, I'll give it to you so you can put it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But he said, and I learned this maybe two weeks ago, and it just like hit me with a ton of bricks. He said, love doesn't conquer all. Compatibility does. Ooh. And, and that's why I, I was like, mind blown. I was like, oh, my God, this is so true. And so what human design does is it helps you all kind of communicate and see how you are compatible in a day-to-day -day kind of way. Mm. And so let me explain. So when we talk about astrology, astrology is this is what you can be, this is what you could be, this is what is probably going to happen, mm -hmm. um, this is what can happen, this is what yeah, maybe, this is where you should end up as you journey through life, right? Mm -hmm. So you see this big picture of when you were born in the sky. Now, what I'm really into is this astrological transits. The astrological transits are actually real time of what's happening in your natal chart, like when you're, when it's transiting. So that's more important than your actual natal chart are the transits. So how human design plays a part, it says, hey, you're this person. This is how you communicate. This is how you love. These are your tools. These are your talents. I need to find someone who's going, we're going to be able to communicate together really great. And then we're going to combine our, our talents and our powers and activate them. Mm. And so with human design, human, like I said, astrology is very important because astrology plays a big part in your synastry and your compatibility. Um, and so does human design, but human design says, this is what we're actually working with on a day-to-day -day basis. And so this is how we can utilize that. Now, I have an 80-20 rule for anything, for business, for all of the things. Now, human design, astrology, 80% accurate because it goes by your birth time, your date, all of that stuff. Then you have 20%. The 20% is how you were raised, mm -hmm. your family structure, your socioeconomic status, religion, all of these other things that can condition you into getting away from the 80 percent so mm -hmm. some people are very heavily influenced by their 20 percent that when they're the ones who like oh that's not true my son sign and all of that stuff for them it might not be because they are conditioned to move away from that there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that 
but we also have to take into account that that 20% can outweigh the 80%. Makes so sense. when you have your astrological charts and compatibility and your human design charts, what is there is accurate. However, what that 20% that two of the two people are bringing to the relationship, that is also accurate as well. Whew. Okay, so we're getting these men's charts, honey. To look yes. for compatibility because, yeah, that's that's the cheat code. We want to find someone that we're compatible with. So who are manifesting generators compatible Here you with? Go. <laughs> so so really, what are the so, best aura pairings? Um, I actually did a whole series on my podcast. You did. Um, is my aura on straight about my top five in order for each aura type. But the biggest thing is that what we should talk about here is not how who's compatible, but how you all need to be loved. So we can go through mm-hmm. um, each aura type and talk about what they need. Um, Let's do that. Which is more kind of important. So when you are journeying through your relationships or finding people to be compatible with or, you know, dating, you can know this about yourself and also kind of, you know, communicate that to the other parties. So how about we do that? That's Let's perfect. do that. That sounds amazing. Okay, so we'll start with manifesting generators. So manifesting generators, when you are in relationships, you have to pretty much communicate that you're someone who you need someone who's going to respect your privacy. Mm. You're going to need someone who's going to leave you alone when it's correct or when you need that alone time. You're going to also need someone who's not going to be too needy. Of for you, um, who's not going to take you wanting space personally, um, who's going to have to keep up with you and the pace of you moving fast, doing things really fast, going through these kind of spurts of energy. Um, understand that the anger and frustration that you do feel or might feel, especially when it comes to your career, is not personal, but it's because you are trying to accomplish things and goals that um, are not in alignment or fast enough for you. Um, And that they're going to have to trust you because the energy sometimes in relationships for manifesting generators does come off that you don't need the other person. Mm. And that is because your energy is very self-sustaining because you have so much going on. You have so many things that you're doing. It can look like you don't need them. So you have to learn as a manifesting generator to include someone in your life and tell them what's going on. Yes, it might feel like it is annoying to do that, but it would really help them to kind of understand you. Period. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense because I do need a lot of alone time to recharge. And sometimes people can't take it personal like, oh, you don't want to hang out with me. And it's like, it's not you. I just like alone time and I feel like um, it may be hard to communicate that or not even hard to communicate. It's just hard for some people to understand why alone time is essential. So definitely right. understand that. And so when you say including them, is that given a schedule? Like, what does that look like? No, it's more about kind of updating them on the process that you're going through or that you're dealing with. Um, I've had relationships with manifesting generator men, um, that have not been the best. And it is because, like I said, you're very self-sustaining. 
mm-hmm. you technically don't need the other person because of how you operate, how you move, the, all of the multiple things that you're doing. And so what it feels like, especially to someone like myself as a projector, it feels like you're not including me with, with your life. I don't know what's happening because there is so much happening. Mm. So when you talk about including them, it's kind of like letting them know, like breaking down your day for them, um, saying this is what I did today and not assuming that the person knows. Makes a lot of sense. I will be implementing that to putting that tool into my toolkit for sure. For sure. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. 
Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Okay, so let's talk about generators since we're in the generator family. So for generators, the biggest thing that they need to know is that they need to trust their sacral authority um, and know that what their sacral is saying is true for them, especially in relationships. To also don't take their frustration personally. 
um, to be okay with generators needing you. So generators do need someone. Mm -hmm. They do need someone to like look to also their partners need to honor their plateaus. So generators experience plateaus on their mastery journey. And sometimes that can be very, um, frustrating for them to be in spaces where they feel like they're not moving. So their partners really need to encourage them to kind of be themselves and to kind of really stay the course. Um, and also when dealing with generators, it's really important for people who deal with them to know that they are to respond to things. So they need to ask questions um, and they need to wait for that response. They need to feel valued. Um, they need to um, have someone that understands that sometimes it's about waiting for them. Mm -hmm. And but theirs is really about their value that they hold in the relationships. That's really important for generators, for pure generators. Love it. Then you have projectors. Projectors is uh, similar to generators, but not all, not completely. It is going to, you're going to have to find someone who honors and trusts your insights because that is, we are here to guide and direct other people's energies so it's very, very frustrating to be in a relationship where someone doesn't trust the insight that we have because we actually, you know, not to toot my own horn or toot it, AC, toot it. Horn, but we do know what's going on. We do know what's right because we have either waited or observed something for so long that we can actually give really great feedback on something. So we also have to feel very respected and valued. Um, we also have to have someone who understands our waiting cycle that it might not be right away when we can give you an answer. You mm -hmm. need someone who's going to listen to us and let us talk mm -hmm. and be ourselves. Um, and someone who is going to remember that we're just trying to help them and someone who's going to love us, even though we are not doing anything and what i mean by that is that we need someone who's projectors need people who are going to just love them and want to be around them because of their pure energy period like just someone who's going to be like oh i, I just love your energy yes be around you because that's what we be bringing to the table is the light that's <laughs> the right. i want you around the, no honestly truly as a projector I be feeling that way. Sometimes I'm kind of scared to lean into. Sometimes I feel like, okay, now it's about to turn into therapy. You uh, say that every time. It, sometimes it is. Because, okay, this is the thing. I have two important manifesting generators. Actually, everybody in my life are manifesting generators. My sister's a manifesting generator. My mother is a manifesting generator. Brittany is a manifesting generator. And now my boyfriend is a manifesting generator. And sometimes um, I just be feeling like, no, not not in relation with them, but just in general as a projector. Sometimes I'd be uh, not afraid, but I just want to feel more confident saying what I think, not not what I think, what I know, knowing that people are going to respect. <laughs> Do you think that if you say you won't, it won't be respected? No, I just feel like sometimes if I say something, okay, this probably is your Virgo energy. It probably ain't got wait, shit wait, to do what with it have to do with me. How did this turn into me? <laughs> what does it have to do with me? No, I'm just saying like sometimes. It's just like AC said, it's very important to feel respected and like, okay, my insight matters. And I do feel valued when I'm saying something and people are like, yes, that makes sense. Yes, that's right. Or like, yes, not that they have to agree. 
Not that they have to agree, mm -hmm. but understanding that I'm coming with something. I'm dropping some gems on the ass. Yeah. That's what I think they need to recognize. And then everybody's going to be happy around this bitch. Got you. That's so is it. it they meet? Yeah, that, yes, that, <laughs> that is the feeling. But when we talk about from a relationship aspect, finding someone and in both platonic, but mostly in romantic relationships, projectors do really well with people who can understand and respect that. So when we don't have that, it does feel very isolating. Yes. And I think my, well, my manifesting generator boyfriend, he's really good with communicating what he's doing. So I don't feel left out of his life. And like, he moves very fast. He does a lot of things in a day. And I'm like, oh my God, he's always on the go and super busy, but I'm always informed as to what the next steps are going to be. So I feel like that works, be that works really well for our dynamic. Although... Do you think that manifesting generators and projectors are good together? <laughs> that is not my favorite combination. <laughs> I know you I know you like a generator projector combo. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Yes. I yeah. love the generator projector combo. Mm -hmm. Um it works well. It is very effective. I mean, I can give you multiple couples where it's like superpower couple. So yeah. that's my favorite combination. The only I I don't dislike manifesting generators and projectors. There just has to be a clear level of communication, especially romantically. When it, my best friend is a manifesting generator, so that's very easy for us as friends. But I'm also not sleeping with her. Yeah, so no, it's you know what I mean. It's, it's different. A different. I'm our relationship as best friends is com with is completely different to me being in a relationship with a manifesting generator man mm -hmm. and. Because she's my best friend and she understands me, her she's more sensitive to me as her friend yeah. than me, me and a romantic partner. So it's a very different dynamic. Can it work? Anything can work. Absolutely. It's just about how you um, communicate with each other to convey your needs. Yes. We have to be communicating. So you got to get him up to speed. Like, this is what I need Pretty as a projector. Much, yeah. 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 Because Pretty both much. people have to know how to give love according to each person's aura type. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It takes, it's a two-way street. Yeah. Because if you know how to love him properly, then it's like, you know, he'll feel love. But then there may be some things that you need him to do. That, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like I said, the communication piece is working well for us right now because he's just a very communicative person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we gonna see. We so, gonna what's see. your favorite pairing for the MG? <laughs> Another manifesting generator. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Or a or a reflector. Oh, so and there's so few of those. It's like yeah. where, where are you finding those diamonds in the rough? <laughs> yeah. So it's and I only know reflector women. Mm. Oh, I don't know any reflector men. I haven't. Well, I haven't come into contact with any. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they do exist. They yeah. exist. Yeah, they're just far and few in between, the mm -hmm. unicorns. Yeah. But the, that's, those are my favorite for manifesting generator, either another manifesting generator or a reflector. So what does a reflector aura type need in a relationship? So the reflector aura type needs, pretty much what they need is someone to recognize them and love them for who they are, recognize that they do need a longer waiting cycle to make decisions, um, to let them talk, to help them kind of know themselves a little bit, 
they out of all of the energy types i'm not saying that we don't need consistency but they really need consistency Mm. they need people who are super consistent for them um they also need people to understand that when they're not feeling something um environmentally or something like that then it is going to affect them affect the relationship um they also need to help manage their disappointment and what i mean by that is they need someone who's going to work through them with issues Mm, that and we all do but they really need someone who's going to work with them through the issues that might come up in the relationship or with communication the lean on me (laughs) yes Woo. Mm. so that's for them and then you have manifestors manifestors are they need people who are going to respect their privacy, who allow them to inform them. Same thing. Someone they need someone who not need doesn't need them, and who can keep up with them. Um, someone who doesn't too many questions, and that's a hard one because manifestors, like I said, they're here to inform people. They're not here, and their informing is not asking for permission. They're informing is telling people what the next steps are. And so they need someone who's not going to battle them about the next steps. Mm. Okay. So they need someone who can communicate with them without making it so difficult Mm. because they have, they struggle the most with being heard and, they're what what they are you know and being accepted and not for who they are and people trying not to change them mm-hmm. so it's really impor- important for them to have people around them who accept them for who they are and don't question that mm. so you know at this point it's very essential that we get these birthdays and this, this these time <laughs> Listen, of birth i always and you know i always i have a little trick I was going to say, listening how do know, we obtain these men are getting hip, hip yeah, they're, to the game. They're hip so to it. I usually will say, um, you know, I'll make a joke like, oh, my gosh, you're so something. I'll try and relate something to something like you seem like you're a morning person. Were you born in the morning? Mm. And then usually men will be like, no, I was born at night. What and time? I'm like, oh, what time were you born? Like, <laughs> yes. late, late or, you know, it's just trying to probe them and then they'll you know the men that know they'll just say it the men that don't be like oh i don't know but i was born at night so that can help you human design wise with astrology it's a little bit more tricky you do need the exact birth time okay human design um aura types don't change that much um there might be a few days where it might be the same aura type like for instance michael jackson if we think about him there's many places or sources that have him as a reflector, but they have the birth time wrong. Mm-hmm. So he was born on a day where there is a reflector and projector energy. So he was actually born at night. And so he's actually a projector. The greats usually the are. The real black and white. <laughs> he's black yeah. and he's white. <laughs> the projector reflector. Yeah, I mean, these men are tapped in. I know some of them are just coming straight up like, what's your co-star? Adding your own co-star or on pattern. And I'm like, so you're here. You yeah. get it. You get it. So we just need to take that info out of your phone and put it into the mybodygraph.com. 
get their human design information and then see if the aura types or I guess see if you can love them the way their aura type needs to be loved. Is that how we're assessing it? Yeah. Like seeing if we can love them that way? It's not about seeing if you can love them that way. It's more, it's, it's just seeing what's in their toolkit, what you're working with, mm. both astrologically and, um, and, you know, human design wise. Cause if you're in love with someone and you're attracted to them, nothing's going to stop you from being with them. But there can be instances where, you know, it's just not, there's, how can I put, there's nothing bad in human design. There's nothing bad in astrology. It's saying, hey, this is what you're working with. This is what these aspects or these things in your, both of your charts are, are giving. This is what it's given. And this is what you have to work with. How it shows up is how it's going to show up. And can you kind of see that through? Right. So when you think about synastry and astrology, it might say that this person is going to be, because of this particular um, aspect that you guys have, a sun conjunct something or whatever, it might mean that together you all will have a hard time communicating when things are very traumatic or something like that. That's just, it's more of a, this is what might happen. Can you get through that? Absolutely. Because like I said before, like that, you know, matchmaker dating coach said, love doesn't conquer all compatibility does. Mm -hmm. When you are compatible with someone, you can get through anything with them. You mm -hmm. will want to get through anything with them. So like I said, these charts are 80% accurate. Then you have the 20% because on paper, I've met people or dated people where we scored high synastry wise or our charts were a great match, but they were assholes, excuse me, no, or they um, didn't have the, uh, the emotional availability or capability to love me or even love themselves mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of their 20%. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're talking about relationships, there's two things that come into play where people are and where they want to go for themselves that you have no control over. Mm. So you can't make somebody change. You can't make somebody evolve or have more self-awareness. That's going to be up to them. So when you meet somebody, you're meeting someone at where they are emotionally at that point in their life. Mm. And that's what you're working with. So if you two are on the same emotional page and wavelength, then by all means, it's going to work out. But you also have to factor in, you also two are on your own soul's journeys. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be learning stuff and experiencing things that it's either going to grow, you're either going to grow together or you're not. And that's where compatibility comes in. And, and that's what I'm locked in on. Yeah. So so AC, when you brought up just, just a few moments ago about like synergetically being aligned with somebody are we taking the, the laying the human design charts side by side right. and taking the ash the astrology charts lining those up too and then signing up or is there one app. way to do all of it at once this is what i'll say is don't worry about that in the beginning mm -hmm. because when it comes to relationships in my opinion Remember that 80-20 rule. Mm -hmm. Your 20% is going to show up first. 
Oh. How you're conditioned, what you believe, how you were raised, your socioeconomic status, that's going to show up first. As you're unpeeling the layers, as you're getting to know each other, that's when the 80% starts coming into play. Mm. Worry about the 20% first because that's really going to be the hard part to break because yeah. that's conditioning. That's either trauma. That's either someone who's being who's healing, who's in therapy. Mm-hmm. That 20% is going to make or break you mm-hmm. because the 80% is something that is naturally about you for the core of who you are, your soul's journey. But if you are not someone who has dealt with the 20%, you cannot get to the 80% anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a Fendi fact. Oh, man, I hope. Th- and that's why they said we need the healed sons coming to us. Send <laughs> us your healed sons. Because if they're not healed, then we're not even going to get to see the beautiful 80%. And we're going to be dealing with the BS of the 20. God, it's a struggle. A beautiful one, though. Dead. <laughs> it's a beautiful struggle. Um, AC, you've covered so much ground. Um, I think our listeners will be thankful for the information shared about more insight on human design and how to navigate relationships using this information. So we really appreciate you for taking the time to chat with us. Yes. No, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Can you let our listeners know where they can find you on the yes. internet? They can find me on Instagram at AC Brown. Um, if you're on Clubhouse, same AC Brown. YouTube at AC Brown. Just search AC Brown. I think it's my handle's like AC Brown One or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my website at acbrown.com. Um, lots of new things coming, new events, new products. Um, and also my podcast is my aura on straight. So once you do find out your aura type. I have tons of aura specific episodes there and the podcast is just talking about um you know spiritual self-development human design metaphysics astrology all of that self-awareness all of that so um it's just um, new episodes coming as well yeah. <laughs> um, with that but uh, that's where you can find me. Yes. Tap in with AC and tap in with your chart. We'll put everything down in the show notes and get your boo-boo baby's chart. That's important. That's get, important. Get their chart and line them up and figure out, are you compatible? Are you working on the um, hope of love carrying you? <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> that's important. I'm about to go look at my babe's chart. Like run me your chart. I'm saying what time? <laughs> Give what, me the yeah. time. Thanks Thank so much for coming on AC. We appreciate you. We'll chat with you soon.